Blog Talk Radio. Hi, everyone. This is Denise Brown, your host of Your Caregiving Journey, a talk show that helps you as you help family members and friends. It's Monday morning. It's July 10th. Thank you so much for joining us. As you know, we gather on Monday mornings. We hope that our good company and our updates about what's going on is a good way to start your day as well as your week. And joining me this morning is Lisa Regi. She is the steering committee. What do we call you, Lisa? <laughs> terrible. You are the project manager. You're, You're the head hand. <laughs> yeah. Lisa is the head honcho for our upcoming second annual National Caregiving Conference. And Lisa and I have been working hard along with the other members of our steering committee. And today I thought it would be fun for us to give you an update about what you can look forward to. So, Lisa, good morning. Thank you for being with us. Good morning, Denise. It's great to be here. So first, Lisa, I'd love for you to talk talk to us a little bit about your work with family caregivers. Tell us about your specialty, your goals, your website. Let us know who is it that you work with. Um, and how do you help family caregivers? Well, thank you. I do appreciate family caregiving as I was born into it. And my dad uh, brought into his home his mother-in-law. So my grandmother was living with us. So it was natural for me to step into the role of family caregiving. I only wish I met you sooner and had all that information that you provide for family caregivers. Caregiving.com is a wealth of information, and I recommend everyone hit that site. Um, What I do now is taking the Certified Caregiving Consultant and the Certified Caregiving Educator courses, and I created my business, The Serene Harbor. So the website is www.thesereneharbor.com. And my focus has been with married couples and caregiving, not necessarily taking care of your spouse, but as a married couple and your role as uh, co-caregivers in your marriage. And I currently care for my eight, seven-year-old mom who lives with us. And so my husband also co-caregiver is with me. Um, He has done a tremendous amount of tasks and helping with that more than probably any son-in-law should um, from picking up my mother in the shower to um, picking up medicine at the the pharmacy. So helping those couples that have that strain or that challenge of taking care of uh, a parent, a child, um, and my husband, Frank, he cares for his mom long distance along with his two sisters. So we both are in caregiving roles. And at one point, we were in different towns. My husband had to leave, and this was around Thanksgiving time because his mom had fell, broke his hip. So he was um, out of town tending to his mom, and I was in the hospital locally with my mom who um, had pneumonia. So understanding how to keep the marriage together and make sure that you keep it a priority and um, not let those stresses become chaotic and make, you know, have any damage to your marriage. So 
Um, we also care good for our, we have two children, we have three children, but two children with chronic illnesses. So um, caregiving is a big part of our life. And getting involved with caregiving.com and you, Denise, and just spreading the word. I also have a, a tender heart for veterans. My services for veterans are complementary, so any family member that's caring for a veteran or a veteran caring for a family member are, as I said, free um, because they gave me my freedom. So working with uh, married couples and veterans and any really family caregiver that needs to know that they're not alone and uh, there, there is help out there and lots of support. Okay, that sounds awesome. That sounds awesome. I love that. So you actually emailed me almost a year ago in August of 2016, and you said, how can I help with the conference? <laughs> yes, I, I needed a lot of help. So I said, yes, I need help. Please help me. So I really feel like last year's conference happened because you stepped in and helped me. So once we got through the first conference, it was clear that you were you would lead the initiatives for this year's conference, and you've been doing a great job. We've had steering committee calls every other week since February. I think we started February, end of January. So the work has been continuous. Yep. We took a couple weeks off, not really actually, after the first conference um, <laughs> and then started really into planning the second year conference. So we've been doing a lot of behind-the-scenes work, including putting together the agenda. And we're just really getting into the final touches. It's just about 90, 90% done with our agenda. And as I go through the agenda, I'm just, I'm, I'm wowed by it. It's, it's phenomenal. So what stands out for you, Lisa, about the agenda and what people will gain from attending the conference? I agree. I am just in awe of the agenda and the people that have stepped forward to present. And the biggest, um, Oh, the biggest takeaway as far as the agenda and looking at the people that are presenting is they all have been caregivers or family caregiving has touched their lives. So you're hearing from people who get it, who have been in your shoes and could sit in the audience just as much as they're being able to stand up on stage and present because they're they're giving you their experience and the education they have, have brought with it. I love that we have, um, what you have done is broken it down into different tracks. So it's very easy for people to look at the agenda and say, for example, someone that's dealing with dementia. And we have um, excellent speakers for dementia care. And so someone could look at the agenda and say, okay, you know, there's a, a family track in regards to current caregiving. There's also one if you're building a business in caregiving. And then there's also ones for former family caregivers. So it just across the board addresses so many audiences. Yeah, that's that's what I think is so great about the conference. It's for anyone who is currently caring for a family member, those who have previously cared for family members, as well as professionals who work with family caregivers. And I should mention that the second annual National Caregiving Conference happens November 10th and 11th in Chicago at the Chicago Marriott O'Hare. 
One of the reasons that we've picked the hotel is that it is an easy shuttle ride from the airport. You can fly into O'Hare. You can take a five-minute shuttle. You're there at the hotel. And then everything happens at the hotel. We really tried to make it feel convenient for you. If you're within driving, driving distance, there's a parking lot. We have reduced parking rates for the conference. And the hotel itself is easy access. We are not downtown where you have to go through escalators and elevators to get to where you need. <laughs> we are in a, you know, a simple hotel that provides easy access to all the breakout rooms, the ballroom. And I think that's important too. When you are in a stressful situation like caregiving, when you come to a conference, it's got to feel easy for you to maneuver and manage. Mm -hmm. So let's start talking about one of the things that we're adding this year, which will make it easier to manage the conference, and that is our app. So Lisa, tell us a little bit about the app, what its features are, and why we thought it was important to have a conference app for attendees, both virtual and in-person this year. Well, that's the the key piece is the virtual and in-person attendees because we did have a large contingent of people online watching the conference because as caregivers, we know we can't always get away. And I remember sitting at the registration table and a couple individuals came and said, I only have two hours and where to focus their attention and and where to be. So we want to make it, as you say, simple and easy for them to get to where they need to be. And you had seen this, actually, this app in action at a conference. And we decided to inquire. Uh, the company name is Core Apps, and they did an online presentation for the steering committee. And it helps to become a green conference. So where we had a lot of the printing of printing the sponsors and exhibitors document, the agendas, this way it is on a phone, which we know all family caregivers have because they have to stay connected to if an emergency should arise. So it's an app on your phone that allows you to have, there'll be maps, there'll be the entire agenda, there'll be biographies and photos of the presenters and panelists, there will be um, places where you can, the calendar where you can actually schedule what workshops, presentations that you want to attend, and it just allows the ability to have it right there in your hands, Um, and it's very simple to use, and we're going to have the ability to have it available um, live within a couple months before the conference, and we'll have opportunities to learn how to use it, and that you can also start using it yourself before you get to the conference. Yeah, I was lucky enough to speak at the National Association of Senior Move Managers Conference in March. And they had such a well-run, well-organized conference that I've kind of taken the tools that they used and applied them to to our conference, which includes the app. And something that I just was so struck by is how much that app made attending the conference easier. So within the app, you have handouts for each session. 
So let's say you can't make it to a session. You still have access to all the handouts. You have access to the list of exhibitors. You'll be able to take notes when you visit one of our exhibitors and then refer back to that exhibitor because the app is available to you before the conference, at the conference, and then after the conference. The other thing is it connects you to other attendees. If you are there in person, you can connect to other attendees. It's a really nice way to manage the experience. You don't have papers that you're trying to keep organized. You're not trying to figure out what papers you need to bring and what you need to bring home. When you return home, you'll have a bag from our conference with goodies and information, but you'll have this app that has everything on it so it's accessible. And the other part of it, too, is if you are attending virtually, the app makes it easy then to feel connected to the conference. You are not only attending virtually, but you're a part of the conference because of the app. We really feel like this is just a terrific tool that will become a, a resource for you not only during the conference, but after the conference is over. So let's talk about what the virtual conference entails. We are just finalizing what we're going to do. We should know today how much we're going to be able to broadcast, and we're leaning toward broadcasting events both on, set, on Saturday and on Friday. So last year we were able to virtually broadcast one day of the conference. This year it looks like we're going to be able to do two days. So on Saturday we would broadcast Tipa Snow. We are so lucky that Tipa Snow, who's a nationally recognized dementia care expert, will be presenting a two-hour workshop on Saturday morning. It's awesome. So we're going to be able to broadcast that. We also will broadcast our keynote speaker, and we'll talk about this in just a few moments. And the keynote speaker is someone who's won our contest. So it's a former family caregiver or a current family caregiver sharing their story and their message a bold message for those who are attending and watching. We'll also broadcast our fashion show, which was a lot of fun last year. I think <laughs> it was the event that people talked about the most, so we're going to do another fashion show this year. We'll broadcast that, and then we'll broadcast our closing session, which is music. So we hope that you end the conference with the feeling of filling your soul with good music and comforting sounds. So we're thinking about Friday. And I think it's going to be a go, and then we'll figure out what we're going to broadcast on Friday. But it would be a day of sessions. We'll pick the track that we think will be most useful to our viewers, and then we'll let you know. And I think that's really exciting. How about you, Lisa? What are you, what are you looking forward to most about the view, virtual part of the conference? I think the opportunity to be able to offer them uh, more and how the workshops were run is just fantastic. We did get a lot of feedback from people that really enjoyed having the live stream um, from the grand ballroom that we had with last year when we had the keynote speaker, Richard Louie. Um, so having that opportunity for them to see more, I think, is just like I said, is just a wonderful opportunity for them, that the ones that can't be with us live and in person. And, yes, 
And the other part of the, the virtual broadcast is that we have a chat room that's open, and certified caregiving yeah. consultants volunteer to be in the chat room. So not only do they keep the conversation going, but they are there to answer questions, share resources, and ideas. What's great about it is the broadcast is eight hours, and there are volunteers in that chat room throughout the eight hours. So not only are you able to participate in the conference virtually, but you're also able to connect with others who are watching, as well as additional resources through the certified caregiving consultants. Okay, so the good news is that's not the only way to be connected virtually. We are also going to record each and every session. And we think, Lisa, how many sessions are there going to be? Oh, my gosh, there's yeah. <laughs> oh, my 40? goodness. There's Do you think six, there's Yeah, 40? there's six concurrent sessions, and we have um, at least five or six tracks. So, yeah, that's we're looking at about 40 sessions going on. Yeah, so we know that if you come to the conference, it's hard to pick which session to go to when you worry about what you're going to miss. So we're going to have each session recorded. And what's great is it's an audio recording, but it actually includes the PowerPoint presentation. So it it feels a little bit like a webinar. So you'll be able to purchase a package where you have access to all the conference sessions. And this is available to anyone who attends the conference and anybody who attends it virtually. So you don't have to worry about what you're missing. You can purchase a package which includes all the sessions recorded, which is, I think, phenomenal. Again, and I know I know to do this because of the National Association of Senior Move Managers. Their conference was just terrific. It really was. I just felt so blessed to be able to attend it because I connected with great people. And then I was connected to these great – one of the other things that I did is after that conference, I asked a few of our certified caregiving educators – would you purchase recordings of sessions? And they said, absolutely. So once they said that, they didn't hesitate. They didn't ask for a lot of questions. They didn't have a lot of questions for me. They just said, absolutely, right off the bat. And I thought, okay, that's what I need to know. There is a need for this, so let's make it happen. So, Lisa, you're actually presenting at the conference. So tell us about your involvement with sessions and with the Friday night entertainment. Tell us what you're going to be doing. Well, for the Friday night entertainment, if anybody has seen on caregiving.com where we have done the uh, four-minute, six-stage caregiving uh, year's journey, and my husband and I, Frank will be doing that for the entertainment for Friday evening. So we'll be giving four minutes um, for each stage of the caregiving year. So that's Friday night. Um, We're also going to be presenting um, how family caregiving affects a marriage, pretty much what our business uh, focuses on. So we're going to be giving uh, tips for bold couples that are in family caregiving. And I also will be joining a couple of my uh, certified consultant peers, and we're also going to be doing a caregiving 101 session. So if you're just starting out and you're not uh, sure what is happening or what questions you need to ask, uh, that session will help you. 
Yeah, so really Friday is going to be this massive day for us. So I, I kind of wonder, <laughs> oh, my gosh, what are we going to be like on Saturday? But, uh, you know, it just feels like it's an opportunity for us to continue the fun. So why not take advantage of a Friday evening, which includes just really an hour of entertainment. And I think we're going to do a caregiving quiz show. I used to do a podcast that was a quiz quiz show, so we're going to do it live this year. So I think that will be fun. And then we have our day on Saturday, and then we've actually added something on Sunday morning. I thought it was important to have a day of service, and our day of service is going to happen on Sunday, November 12th. And a group of us are going to go to a church on the other side of the city and have information for anyone who attends their service about caregiving resources and solutions. In addition, we'll have goodie bags of donations for members of their congregation who basically are homebound because of their caregiving experience. So our day of service is new this year, but it's not going to be a one and done. It's going to be something that we add every year to our conference. Something that I think is really important to acknowledge is that we know it's hard for family and caregivers to attend events like this. And so our day of service is really all about bringing a taste of the conference to those who can't attend. So I was lucky enough to connect with a church last month because I gave a presentation there and I connected with one of the deacons. We've had a couple conference calls and we've been able to really create this day of service, which is simple, but we hope profound. So the goal is to reach those who can't get out of the house because of caregiving, as well as those parishioners who are there on Sunday morning, November 12th, and provide information, resources, ideas, and solutions to them. Okay, so we've got about eight minutes left. So let's talk about the contest that is happening right now, and then let's give a little teaser about the upcoming contest. So our keynote contest is happening right now. You can enter to win a chance to come to the conference. So we help you get here. We give you two nights in the hotel. And then you are our keynote speaker on Saturday morning. You qualify to enter this contest if you have previously cared for a family member or if you currently care for a family member. To enter the contest, you want to create a five-minute video. In this five-minute video, we want to hear your story. And we also like to know what's the message that you want to share in a keynote presentation. You don't actually have to have a keynote presentation that you give part of. We just want to know what's your message and tie it to our theme. This year's theme is bold. We are talking about our boldest hours. And those are bold hours before, during, and after, before caregiving, during caregiving, and after caregiving. It's also about our conference how bold we are before we get together, the boldness that we do when we get together, and our commitment to continue being bold after the conference ends. So what's the bold message that you would share? So the deadline to enter is July 20th. So you've got 10 days to create your five-minute YouTube video. For information about how to enter, just go to caregiving.com. Look for the headline, which is the keynote contest. If you look on the right of every page as you scroll down, you'll also see text that says contest, and it says July 20th, which is the deadline for 
our keynote conference contest. So something that is important to me as we really work through this conference is that it creates opportunities for you during caregiving because we know it feels like opportunities pass you by during caregiving. So we want this conference to be about opportunities, which is why the majority of speakers and presenters are current or former family caregivers. It's why we have this contest to choose the keynote. It's because we want to give you this opportunity. So what are you thinking about with our keynote contest, Lisa? What do you think is important for our, our listeners to know about? And what words of encouragement would you offer for anyone who says, oh, I don't think I can? Why can they? Why can they enter this contest? Well, as our theme is, it's being bold. And often mm-hmm. as family caregivers, we sometimes have to take bold steps for our caree, whether it's with, you know, um, disagreeing with a diagnosis and working with a physician or a hospital. So words of encouragement is your story needs to be heard. All of our stories need to be heard because they will touch us and they will inspire us. It may motivate us for us to take bold action. And you can connect with that person that is is speaking and sharing their story. And like I said earlier, you are surrounded by people who get it. We've all been touched by family caregiving, the good, the bad, the ugly, and it's just an opportunity um, to have your story shared. Somebody needs to hear your story, and you can do it. (laughs) And like I said, you're among people that are cheering for you, and it's, it's just, I was there at one point, but realizing when you're in this, environment the the first conference was just it's it's hard to put in words at times the the experience but it was all positive okay so we're going to tease you about an upcoming contest we don't have logistics Mm -hmm. around it meaning we don't know when it's going to start we don't know when it's going to end but this came out of one of our chats on caregiving.com And the inspiration is really Lily, who who moderates our chats, is a member of caregiving.com, and is on our steering committee. She also cares for her mom. She has been painting rocks, literally rocks, which she hides around her neighborhood and the city she lives. And you've probably seen this on Facebook. People are talking about the rocks they find in their area, and they're actually painted by someone who leaves a pretty rock. So we're going to do an NCC 17 rocks contest where we're going to ask you to create a rock, put a message of inspiration. It could just be one word on the rock and then take a photo of it and enter it into the contest. We'll let you know what you can win. The goal is when you come to the conference, you bring a rock that you have decorated, included an inspirational message on, and then you hide it at the conference hotel for people to find. So we're going to do a contest around the rocks, and then we're going to actually bring the rocks to the conference. You just have to bring one. You just have to hide it somewhere at some time (laughs) during the conference (laughs) so that someone else can find it. It's just a fun way to 
get excited about the conference prior to, and then just something a little fun to do during the conference. And Lily buys her rocks, I think, at the dollar store for a dollar. So this is not something that's going to cost you a lot of money, but it hopefully will also be a stress reliever. Lily paints the rocks as a way to relieve stress, too. So we've got a minute left, Lisa. So what are you going to do, Lisa, that's bold before we gather in November? Well, I'm actually thinking, and you brought actually this idea, was the day of service. And I'm going to be talking to my church about soliciting donations and kind of and having a day of service in my own community prior to the conference. So knowing I am leaving and, and attending the conference, but I want to be able to offer something in my own community in spirit of the National Caregiving Conference and do something probably a little bit more scaled back than the day of service we're creating, but um, that is my bold move. And I've been thinking about that for the last couple of weeks, and now I'm putting it out there. I've spoken it. <laughs> <laughs> you said it. And you know, once you say it, I follow up with you because we're going to do more podcasts, <laughs> and I'll say, <laughs> although you can tell me later, oh gosh, it didn't work out or whatever, but it will yeah. work out. It will work out. It's yeah. a great idea. And it's a, it's something that you can do on a really small scale to start off with, but I love right. it. I love it. And, and really, Lisa, the idea is that our day of service that's attached to the conference becomes a day of service that anyone can do in their community. And so what right. you'll create will help us create the guidelines for how to do it in your community. So I think that's awesome. That's a huge, bold move. Yes, it is. <laughs> yeah. You can do it, though. You can do it. I think that sounds great. I think that sounds great. Yep. Okay. That's it. So now you know all that you need to know about the conference. <clears throat> so you can go to caregiving.com to stay up to date about everything that's happening. You can go to caregiving.com slash NCC17, which stands for National Caregiving Conference 2017. You can also look on caregiving.com, there's a scrolling line of text right underneath our logo. Click on Second Annual National Caregiving Conference. You can also look on the right as you scroll down any page and see National Caregiving Conference. Click that text. Thank you so much, Lisa, for all your hard work with the conference. I'm so grateful to have it. You're really making wonderful things happen. Well, thank you, and it is an honor to be a part of it. Thank you for inviting me. Okay, everybody, thank you so much for listening. I'm Denise Brown. Be sure to stop by caregiving.com. Let us know how you're doing because we always love to know. Take care. Bye-bye.